This is the Real Rebel Podcast, and you're listening to the Rebel Chats Edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society, for the people who live on the fringe, for the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings, who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels, and this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B. Thanks again for joining me on this uh, guest interview for the Real Rebel podcast. Today, I am talking with Lynette Duncan from Oracle of Your Soul. And Lynette is an amazing woman. She is an evolutionary astrologer, a master hypnotherapist, and a spiritual life and ascension coach. I first uh, discovered Lynette when I was living in Bali and very, very heartbroken and really kind of desperately looking for um, some kind of reprieve. And my friend Andrea kept sending me these quotes from Instagram that Lynette had put up and they were always on point. They were always, it was like, it almost felt that she was catering to my exact situation on the daily. And I was so amazed at how in tune she was and how easily she could read the situation and reading those quotes every day pretty much. I mean, they played a huge role in, in helping me kind of just function every day as a human uh, on, a, on a daily basis. Um, and so I, I started following her and I now get regular readings, tarot readings from her. Um, and a big part just because it's just lovely to talk to Lynette. She's just amazing, as you'll see. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. We talk about a lot of really cool things. We talk about um, what happened in 2018 and what to look forward to for the year to come. We talk about astrology, 3D, 4D, 5D, the importance of working with your shadow self. Um, we also talk about the um, inner marriage that's going on within each of us between our masculine and our feminine side and um, just a whole lot of amazing things that can't even begin to touch on everything that we talk about. And my favorite part is she actually does a tarot reading for the collective. So she does a reading for all of us for 2019. And um, if you want to find the pictures for those, because I have all the pictures with all the kind of meanings behind each of what she talked about in the show notes over at realrebelpodcast.com. Um, yeah, so this is a really, really... uh really juicy, rich episode. I'm very excited to share with you guys. So without further ado, here is Lynette and I having a chat. So just to get going, you're an evolutionary astrologer, a master hypnotherapist, and a spiritual life and ascension coach. These are all like, I mean, first people may be a lot to grasp. So maybe you could say kind of in your own words, what is it exactly that you do? Um, okay, so my purpose um, and how I work in the world is to help people connect to their truth. And I do that through the language of astrology. So that's the main way that I connect in the way that I read energy. 
And I help guide people through their own personal development and through spiritual awakenings. And so I sort of guide people through that multidimensional experience. Um, And I use those tools. I use astrology and hypnosis as empowerment tools. And so that's kind of what I do. Yeah. And it's amazing. I first found out about you when I was living in Bali, uh, as you know, and I, my friend, I think it was my friend, Andrea said, Oh, you got to follow this Oracle of your soul uh, woman on Instagram. Or she kept sending me these, you know, images of what you were posting on Instagram. And it was like, exactly what I needed to hear. It was almost like you were running the narrative for my situation. (laughs) What I needed to hear in that moment is what you um, were putting out there, which is why I was so amazed because I know there are a lot of people out there who do energy work and everything like this. I think there are some who are just really kind of in tune. And for me, like you're definitely one of them. You're you're quite powerful. Um, Yeah. So maybe if you could... How how does this information come to you? Because I know that there are like the clairs. There's like clairaudience, clairvoyance. How did you get into it, and and how does it look for you on your side of things? I started studying astrology in my early twenties. I went to an astrologer who kind of just blew me away. And at the time, I didn't really understand the depth of my own chart, but I was very intrigued and interested. So I studied with her for a couple of years. And then along the way, I, I was a full-time mom. I was working and running a daycare and doing like all kinds of stuff. So eventually ended up getting um, a certificate in hypnotherapy and then also as a life coach. So I sort of just accumulated um, different paths and different things that were interesting to me. But really, it was part of my purpose. And I really feel like to connect all that together, it was just a feeling that I'd always had that I was here to do something big or to not do something big, but to be a part of something that was happening that was really big. And even my religion sort of pushed that as a, as a narrative. And so I kind of just grew up with this. Um, I came into spirituality pretty early in my twenties. Um, and I've had many different awakenings, but how I actually do what I do now was really a prompting from my own guidance, my own intuition, um, getting to a place where I just had to exit more of a, you know, the construct of normal life and start really doing the things that I had learned to do, the things that I'd been guided to learn about and start teaching and helping others. And so it was a huge leap of faith. But what was interesting was that when I actually started um, honoring that voice within me, it really led me into all the opportunities that led me into doing what I'm, what I'm doing. And I was able to make that shift. And so the more I validated myself, the more intensely my, I was connected to the energy. And I had to really honor myself. And so for me, it's a subtle thing. It's, I feel it. I feel it as a personal thing. It feels like something I'm personally going through. Hmm. And because I have the language of astrology, it sort of allows me to look at trends and the things that are happening because I believe that the stars are, they're reflecting us, not the other way around. And so we can kind of look to them to see, oh, this is confirmation of what's happening. We feel, I think, a lot of times in astrology is pushed this way that the stars, you know, the heavenly bodies are making us do a certain thing or feel a certain way. I really don't believe that. I think it's a reflection of what we're going through collectively and in the natal chart personally. So um, I've just learned to read energy. And what really has honed my skill is tarot. I started reading tarot cards and um, that was a way that I really developed my my intuition. Um, mm-hmm. And then just following it more and more as it started coming in. So 
Um, but I think that everybody, um, even right now, that's sort of opening up in a spiritual way is connecting to their deeper spiritual abilities. And I think we're going to see more and more of that. Yeah, I feel like there has been, and you talk about the, uh, a lot of people started to wake up around 2012. Um, I feel like too, now it's becoming even more and more acceptable or or welcomed to be talking about this kind of stuff and not be kind of judged for it. And because I feel like it has had the title of, you know, woo woo. And, but more and more, I think as people connect and wake up, it is becoming something that is more in the, in the mainstream almost, you know, which is such a good thing. It is. It's trendy. And I love that it's trendy. I roll my eyes sometimes at how trendy it is, but it's okay because <laughs> You know, it's it's expression. It's expression. And the love and the connection and the, the unity that we're all feeling about that is really a reflection of the unity consciousness that we're moving into. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. Whatever brings people in, you know, I think there's I think within the spiritual community you have to be careful about what's out there. Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff out there that's not really aligned, but that's part of the journey, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And why why do you think it is now or why do you think it is that in 2012 people started to wake up and even more so now? Oh, well, that's, um, you know, I can explain that just from an energy perspective. Um, there, there was a reason that everybody was kind of in a hyped up state about 2012. The Mayan calendar, there was a lot of talk about that. Actually, what was really happening was the Mayan calendar was a very accurate calendar. Some will dispute that, but Basically, what we did is we shut down a 26,000 year some odd cycle Mm -hmm. of dimensional energy. It's like it's like an it's like an aeon of time. I mean, it's just such a huge cycle. And astrologically, we go through many cycles, but we have these bigger cycles. And this was in alignment with the galactic center in the at the winter solstice of 2012. And so the mind calendar really depicted and marked the end of time, meaning that we would go from one age into another. I feel like we've been doing that sort of for years before that and of course afterwards too. But 2012 seemed to be the year that a lot of people awakened in different ways. And I hear that over and over again. Uh, 2014 was another big year too, 2014, 2015. And then we've just gone through another huge expansion. So, Yeah. And I want to talk more about that later for sure. Um, And just to check in with you too, are you still okay to do an energy reading for for the collective? We'll do that later. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Um, Yeah, because I felt in 2012, I totally woke up. Like I remember I felt like this sparkly fairy and all I, (laughs) which sounds (laughs) weird to say, but I just was like, oh, everything is like love, light. And I I I was raw vegan and I just like flipped my switch completely. And then it got really hard and it got really hard. I think until about last, until 2018, personally, it was just like those six years were just a struggle fest after I like turned my light on and the light was all the way on and then it got shut off and it was like, so, so what, what is that? Is there a oh yeah, I can tell about, yeah, that's, so it's, it's, this event happens throughout the, my experience so far. And I work with a lot of people that, that this is a phenomenon. So it's all about perception, okay? So everything that you're experiencing really from this point on is really about how you perceive it. That's so funny because I pulled a card from my deck last night and it was perception. Perception. Yeah, perception is going to be really noticeable this year. Um, We're going to really, it's going to, how we perceive things is really the experience we're going to have because we literally are creating our reality. So 
the thing that's really interesting is that you woke up, we, you get activated by the light waves that are coming through. We have light waves that come in through emanations through the earth, emanations through the sun, emanations through that alignment with the galactic sun. We were perfectly timed to be in the, in the, the particle wave, this, which is really what this is about. This is why people wake up. It activates our DNA. So we feel that euphoria because our light bodies sort of get turned on. And so we connect to the love source. And then when you feel like you have the appearance or the perception of crashing, you know, and a door closing and it gets really hard, um, that's just, that's an aspect of leveling up. Hmm. So you'll have moments, you'll have waves like that where you come high and then you integrate. And so the integration period is where you just don't feel quite as connected. But if you can, if you can see that and perceive that as being there for you, that it's okay to just give yourself rest, it's okay to just unplug from things, it's okay to process, it's okay to just be gentle with yourself. You'll move through it so much more quickly because you, all you're doing is integrating all mm. that sleep, all that food, or no food, whatever it is that you need is what you need. So just honor your body through that process. It's it's really upgrading you is what it's doing. It's when you when you feel that dip, you know you've leveled up. When things get hard, you know you've leveled up. Yeah, talking about eating and sleeping, I feel like that's all I did in 2018. I put on like a good 15, 20 pounds. It's like when the caterpillar goes into the cocoon and they're just all fat and you know preparing <laughs> for the <laughs> release. <laughs> totally. No, I had that experience too. And you know, Lisa Transcendence Brown talks about that a little bit. Lisa's really um she's got a high Syrian influence, but She's very technical, very scientific, but she talks about how when our light body gets activated, we go into a bloating sort of stage. Like it doesn't matter what you do. You can't get your abs if you tried, you know, because it just sounds about right. You know, it's, yeah, it's expanding. She literally says that it creates like, um, you know, gaseous material in our cells that literally bloats us, you know, and makes us retain water. And it's got something to do with the light body and the crystalline. So she can explain it a lot better, but I have that experience too. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. And you also, you talk a lot about 4 and 5D. Maybe you could kind of explain what that is exactly. Sure. Because it's confusing. I'm sure people who are listening may have heard it in passing somewhere, even if they haven't, it would just be interesting to know. Sure. So 3D is is our physical reality right now. It's, It's our whole cause and effect the energy that we live in and it's the physical world. So anything that you can touch, see, taste and smell is all 3D, three-dimensional energy. Um, Everything is energy. Everything that we see around us is energy. 4D, most of us live in the consciousness of 4D, especially those of us that feel connected to our intuition or psychic abilities or empathic ability the ability to sort of sense other people, that's a fourth dimensional energy that's beyond the physical. Mm-hmm. So it's a sense, but you can't, you can't touch it. It's not, it's not tangible. So 5D is a, an elevated consciousness of that, which is about unity consciousness. It's about understanding from that perspective that we're all connected, that you can see the patterns in your relationships and that you can see um, how your life sort of starts to unscrew itself. It kind of starts to corkscrew backwards and, and get some distance from it. Um, and healing really starts to come in. And so fifth dimensional consciousness is about an understanding that there's a purpose and a reason for everything and that you're, you're beyond your physical form. You know, you are an energy or a source or a soul energy that's sort of having the experience. 
feels like flow kind of would that be the right like you you start to see you're more like a part of something much bigger and you kind of understand it and yeah yeah it's almost like a funnel you know like the more that the wider the cycles get the more you can see and the the more perspective that you have and so when you go through experiences as you are moving through three and four d and you're feeling into things and you're connecting with your intuition um that gives you more faith to move into the the higher energies and to understand how things are connected because you have a better understanding in a conscious way about what your healing process is about, what your healing journey is about. And how how you do that is by noticing your patterns, noticing where the triggers are, where the wounds are. So we just work with shadow and we kind of are able to move through 3D into 4D and more trust yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like you say, working with the shadow self, I feel like I, I stepped deep into my shadow self this past year. And I think that was the story for a lot of people as well. Uh, what exactly was last year? I, I, and I keep, is it the end of a seven year cycle or? Yeah, we're in, a, we are in a, that clearly we are in a seven year cycle, but I really feel like the apex and I hadn't even really done the numerology on that, but the apex is really going to be 2020. And we've just really been moving into that sort of energy ever since 2012. Um, 2015 was a, a very big jump in time. And then it seems like after 2015, so 2016, 17 and 18, we're like ladder steps just in difficulty more and more. We had been having, though, when, we, when you look at the large scan of time, we were being required, and even all the astrological influences were really about letting go and releasing, letting go and releasing. So we'd been doing that for like three years. And so we got to the point where enough people had awakened and we had accumulated enough energy on a collective level that we sort of took some quantum leaps forward. And that brought more souls in, that kind of pulled more souls in, which added to the momentum. And so 2018, I feel like, was really the apex. 2018, when we look at 2018 as a numerology symbol, we had the 11. It was an 11 year. And the 11 is like, is if you look at the, if you think of it as the pillars that as you step through a temple, the temple doors and where the pillars are. We entered what I really felt like was a devotional sort of temple. And we were all initiated last year. <laughs> you know, yeah, felt like it. Yeah, we were burned sort of by a spiritual fire that purified us and really sort of woke a lot of people up and elevated a lot of people into deeper understanding or higher understanding. And so now this year in 2019, we're into the Trinity or the, the it's a, it actually is a 12. It's a 12 year. Um, it reduces to a 12, which is a three. So the Trinity is really about bringing the body, mind, and spirit together, closing the the cycle of soul. And this is really, I feel like, a very empowering year for us as we sort of move into different states. I feel, I'm personally feeling a dimensional shift, and I've been feeling that for a while, but I definitely feel like we're in a different energy than we've ever been in, I think, and there's a majority of us there. Hmm. And is there also a shift for like in relationships and in the masculine and feminine as well? Well, part of the Trinity, part of the energy of the three of this year is about the inner marriage. It's about unity consciousness. And so we're going to see a lot of relationship healing. We're going to see a lot of relationships come together that are soulful, that are connected. A lot of twin flame stories that we're already hearing about that. And so really the the symbol of the three is really about the Trinity. It's about the family. It's about the child that is created from the conception of that marriage. And so 
the marriage is happening and it's not literal, even though it is literal, it's on many levels. So really the inner marriage is what we would call the unification of self and really ending that war that you have within yourself between your ego and your soul, you know, and just being more aligned. And so when we get into that kind of an alignment, energetically, we pull things to us that bring alignment in. And so we're going to bring more relationships to us that are more harmonious and balanced with our energy. But I do, what I am noticing about these relationships as we move into this energy is I'm noticing that even though these relationships are coming in, they're not easy. Hmm. These, these are relationships that are going to challenge the very core of what we still have left to work with and work through. And I'm having that experience myself. So for some, it will be an easy, harmonious thing. For others, they're still going to be working through those things. But what I'm noticing is that conflict isn't necessarily indicative that it's not the proper um, relationship. It's really indicative of maybe perhaps work that you need to do. So the, the key there is to really notice how am I responding differently to this relationship than any other? If you feel like you're growing, if you feel like this person is committed and staying near you and is with you and isn't blowing you off or treating you with disrespect, but they're still there and working through it with you, that's an indication that you can move forward in that energy pretty, pretty confidently. Mm, that sounds so good. Challenging, but good. <laughs> Challenging, but good. Absolutely. Because when you really look at it from a soul perspective, we all want love. We want to share our love and be loved in return. And the way that we get to that in a deeper way is really through that vulnerability. And so it's about being transparent and honest with yourself and with your partner. And so you really want to notice the people that stick around. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And have fun, you know, and play and be, be lighter. Um, the, the message really for 2019 is going to be about staying in gratitude and appreciation, keeping the frequency of yourself high and creating from a space of imagination and moving forward with hope and noticing on the things that are working and not complaining about what's not working. It's, you're going to really notice your perception this year. Like you, like you, that card you pulled, it's really going to be about how you perceive. If you perceive everything is awful and horrible, that's what you'll experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you, if you lean into gratitude and appreciation and you really focus on, oh, this is, this is great. Look at all these things that are working out for me. You're only going to increase more and more of that. Manifestations will be instant in this next year. So it feels that way. I, I felt that energy in the beginning of the year. I literally danced around the woods, like listening to rap music. And I've said this a few times because I couldn't contain a, my energy. It was so, and I, and I, I totally feel that same way that manifestation is happening way faster, but you have to be in that place of like, this is good. Like, this is amazing. I, you know, and, and have gratitude and really sit back and look at everything that you do have and more of the same comes in. So I, I fully feel, and when you were even talking about it, I was like, yeah, that's right. And I just was reminded, I got to lighten up a bit, you know, like it's, and, and work from the imagination. Yeah, it's, you know what it is. And I know you know this too, but um, so much of our expansion and our growth is about self-love. Self-love is what allows us to really release things that are not in alignment with us. We don't need to strive and, and work really hard and fight for the things that we want anymore. Um, we just get to be in our frequency and, and be in love with ourselves and let those things that love us come to us. And we have to have the faith that that is what is going to occur because we believe in how the energy works. We understand it now. 
So this is going to be a year, I think, of a lot of really big transformation, a lot of release, a lot of release this year. We've already gone through a lot of that, but I'm talking about the release and the really just the freedom in letting go, the liberation. I think liberation, maybe liberation is a better word. Hmm. Yeah, that feels totally right. I've already had to do that this year and it's only been one week. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) No, it's been crazy energy. Crazy. It has. It has been intense. I haven't slept this year yet, really. Like last night I had my first sleep and I was like, thank God. I (laughs) thank God I'm sleeping. I thought this was gonna be a pattern. But um you also mentioned really quickly back there, because I know the people listening are are gonna want you to touch on this, uh, twin flames. I know there's a lot of confusion around it. You've talked about the confusion. People love the word. They love, you know, oh, that was my twin flame. And what is a twin flame in your, in your, from your perspective? From my understanding, there's many understandings. So just take what resonates. But from my understanding, um, from the beginning of time in our conception of souls, we were all androgynous energies because when we think about the gender, the male and female, it's an aspect of polarity. So at some point we were a monad, we were an androgynous being. And in our quest to experience ourselves through God, right? Because that's why we're here is just different aspects of that energy. We wanted to experience the polarity. And so we separated into two genders, our essential soul monad, which of course then is going to unify together as we move back into unification and these are big sort of spiritual concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe in twin flames. I do believe that there's a lot of people that think they're twin flames that maybe are not that. Um, I do, and I have run on to many, many couples that I do believe are accurate. And I would never say to anybody, oh, you know, that person's not your twin. I feel like there are, that's a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there is a lot of misinformation out there about it. The twin flame journey, no matter how you look at it, I don't care who you talk to, it's about the journey of self. It's about your own self-evolution and your own self-love. And many people get upside down because they are focused on the twin. And so the twin, even the idea of the twin is a separation concept. So mm-hmm. the, the secret about the twin flame paradigm, okay, is that when you're focused on the twin and that becomes the narrative that you've got going, you're still in separation. Mm-hmm. And so every twin that I really know that's worked deeply through these energies comes into unification with themselves and then releases the attachment to the twin completely. And a lot of times those relationships don't materialize. They, you know, they, they, or they, they come together and there's a unification that happens that generally is easy. Um, I do believe in all the things about this separation and all of that kind of stuff. But I, the one thing that I don't believe is that this idea that you should stick with your twin and be with your twin and think of your twin and and love your twin unconditionally. I think that I believe in boundaries. I don't think it's healthy, that idea that, you know, that you should stay in a space and be waiting. Um, I think that's kind of where we get upside down in that whole idea. Mm -hmm. And boundaries are so important. It's, I feel like if as, as a sensitive person or people who have a lot of love to give as we, we all do, it can be very easy to just want to like, you know, give, give, give. But the one thing I'm learning or have learned this year is my boundaries and it's, everything's a balance and yeah. Well, I feel like there's a lot of really sort of toxic energy in the whole idea of it. And what happens is that I see a lot of people stay in really toxic relationships for a long time in these patterns that aren't serving anybody. 
And that's really the only thing that is that makes me uncomfortable about it is because I know what that's like. I've been there and I just feel like it's hard. It's hard to extricate yourself from that um, once you, you know, because there's a lot of people out there that support that idea. So mm-hmm. um, I see a lot of people that stay, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we're all just on our own little paths and journeys and I don't, I'm not judging anything like that, but I have seen even, you know, a lot of women, even in my generation that have been waiting and feel like they're connected to twins that have really been on this thing for like 10 and 12 years, if not more, it's, it's a little extreme. It can be dangerous. And, and it's that, I mean, we've all heard it before, before you go into a relationship with someone, you should, you know, feel whole on your own. And like that sense of healthy detachment and that I don't need this person to complete me, but they're like a lovely, you know, cherry on top of like the Sunday of life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people do have really some, some real metaphysical esoteric um, experiences with their twin and they have astral connections and telepathy. I mean, it is real for some people. Um, and a lot of people have that experience and I've even seen that occur and it not be a, a bona fide twin in the sense that this mm-hmm. is their, this is their person or at least not for now. So I really just believe in the more you can detach from any story, any narrative, and just really focus on the self-love aspect and just loving yourself, we're focusing on your own growth and trusting that that energy is going to be attracted to you when that energy is ready to come. Yeah. Oh, it's that, that's it. It's that trust. Hey, you just have to have faith. And that can be, I think, the one of the hardest things is to just let go, let go of the grip. And Because once you do, you let go of the resistance as well. And then things can flow to you. Things that are meant to flow to you much easier. Yeah. Um, I would love if you're, as we mentioned before, open to doing a reading for 2019, a tarot reading for us for yeah. the collective. Um, and then I'll go into some rapid fire questions after that. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Get ready. Well, it's, it's not nothing <laughs> to worry about. Nothing to worry about. I've seen rapid fire questions. Those are kind of fun. They're fun. Yeah. There's only a few of them, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you have the floor. If I have a question though, I might, you know, pipe in. Okay. So I was thinking about this this morning. And of course this reading is for anybody who sees or hears about this. Um, and, and this viewing this at the moment, I always read for the collective, but that's who your audience is. So it's all the same. Yeah. I was just tapping in this morning to that because I knew you had chatted with me about that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm very excited. I mean, I do tarot readings. I mean, I feel like it's almost once a month now <laughs> I call you because it's so great. Like it really is. <laughs> Very nourishing. Oh, tarot spaces are so yummy, especially lately. I have been so connected. And so how it works for me is um, I'm a channel and I'm not, there's nothing special about that, but I can tune into your higher self, especially when that energy wants to come through. Like sometimes it's more strong than others, mm-hmm. but um, I'm feeling it more and more. And so I love it because I'll just do like a whole blast of tarot sessions like in a day and I just swim around in everybody's higher self's <laughs> energy. It's so awesome. I mean, I do it for me too. I do. There's no question about it. Um, it's yummy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we've got some awesome cards here. So I'm just going to go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for the collective, um, the first two cards are really an energy of where you guys are at, um, kind of the core energy of the collective right now, where everybody's at in their sort of um, soul 
their energy, their, their energetic imprint. And we've got the hanged man and the four of cups. Now the hanged man is the first card. This is really about doing things differently. This is about changing up old routines and surrendering. So whenever I see the hanged man, it's really about you're at that place now where you're really noticing, oh, I have a choice. I have a choice about how I can respond. I have a choice about how I can react. And so I'm now going to make different decisions. I'm going to be doing things differently. The hanged man is also about release. So as you notice these patterns come up, be ready to release them. Make a commitment, set an intention that you're going to release that energetic pattern because it's not serving you. You want to do things differently. And you're going to have an awareness of what that is, okay? That's going to be very apparent to you. The luxury card, which pairs that card, is really about you stepping into that energy of abundance and flow that we were talking about earlier, about being in that state of gratitude, receiving the energy that that is around you, really noticing where the synchronicities are coming. Pay attention to the uptick in your intuition. It's going to be coming through even more. Um, celebrate yourself. One of the aspects of self-love that I teach in my classes is um, celebrate yourself, you know, celebrate who you are and your, your energy, who, you know, your authentic sovereign self, how you show up unapologetically. The more we do that, I think the more we increase our energy. We've got some great cards here. So we've got the sword of, uh, of the ace of swords. This is the sword of intention. This is how we're moving forward in a conscious way into 2019. I'm telling you, this is the year for setting intentions. It's the year for using your imagination to really lock on to um, the vision that you see for yourself, the vision that you feel in your heart. If you want to make a difference in the world, if you want to go out and um, really live your, your most authentic and richly drenched life, it really is about following your desires. It's about letting yourself dream big and connecting that imagination with what you can create. Do you want to travel? Do you want you do you want more abundance? Do you want to have a family? Do you want to get married? What is it that you really want to do? You know, do you want to build a business, start an empire? There's really we're in a limitless field right now. There's nothing that we really can't do, but intentions are really going to take us. An intention, like if you wake up every single day and set an intention before your feet hit the floor, you're going to have a completely different experience at the end of 2019 than you've had at 2018. Hmm. Um this is going to be an amazing year. So intention is key. And then we have the magician card. Okay. So this is just another energy of manifestation. This is an ability to communicate on all levels of existence. The magician has all these tools at his disposal to create with. And so it's not going to really matter what you're doing or what you're creating. It's not longer anything about competition or what's going to work or anything like that, it's going to be about what kind of desire do I have and what am I attaching to my vision? Am I using my desire to fuel this vision? Because this is the year to dream really big. That is an understatement. I mean, this is a really big. And if you play with this energy, if you allow yourself to play with this kind of expansion and this kind of manifestation, um, anything that you can do to study about um, the laws of attraction and how you need to sort of hold your energy in a positive space is going to really help you this year. Um, I'm looking at the, another ace card. This is amazing. We've got two of them. So this is the ace of cups. This is an energy in work and creativity. So this to me can also mean children. I'm really feeling an energy of children coming through a lot. I think we're going to see a lot of pregnancies and births this year. Um, of these really advanced babies. I think we're going to see a lot of people that have struggled with infertility. I'm really feeling that for some reason. I don't know if that's been coming through really strong. 
Yes, it is. I feel like there's more souls than ever that want in, (laughs) you know, and these pure, I really feel like these pure souls are going to raise the vibration of the planet as well. So because they're coming in with a higher consciousness. So that's Mm -hmm. been exciting because I didn't anticipate that. That's been something that's sort of been channeled. This is an emotional fulfillment though. This card is an emotional energy with the cups in the water. And so this is an energy of us connecting to our higher heart, which really is is kind of up here between our throat chakra and our and our heart chakra, mm-hmm. it's a it's pink and sort of a, a pale green in in hue, and it's really where we're. I really feel like our chakra system is changing, and we're in this sort of vortex where everything spins around and meets at the heart chakra, and I feel like that's being really activated. We're going to feel more heart expansion this year. And this is why you want to stay with your desires. You want to really want to lead from your heart in everything you do this year, because that's where the energy is going to go. That's where the flow is. It's so funny because before this call, I pulled, I have some crystals and I pulled, the ones I pulled were like a light pink kind of peachy one and a pale green one as well. Oh, wow. How crazy. I love that. (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. So the alignment card, the decision card is the three of wands. Wands is a spiritual energy and this is an energy of alignment. This is an energy of ascension in the sense that your higher self or your intuition or however you want to view that is becoming more integrated in your physical form. So this will be a year to trust yourself more than ever. This will be a year to have faith in your vision and have faith in the things that burn within you. It's time to bring that stuff forward. I can't say that enough. If you really have a desire within you, a seed of consciousness that wants to connect, wants to collaborate, wants to serve in some way in the world, it's time to do that. It's really time to do that. We need everybody on deck. (laughs) I feel that, yeah, intensely. Yeah, I mean, it's been building for a while, but this is the year. This is the year. We're going to see a lot of people um, stepping into that. The hermit card is your breakthrough card. Now, there, I love the hermit card. This is many, many meanings. Um, this is a closure card. This is the end of a nine-year cycle. That doesn't mean we're at the end of a nine-year cycle, but we're having that energy of closing down a major cycle. The energy of the, um, of the nine, though, of, the, of closing a cycle, a nine-year cycle, is that it's the energy of the Christ. It's the energy of the Buddha. These were very um, high. This is a very high vibrational number of integration and getting ready to sort of pass over into a higher state of being. And so this is an important time. What the hermit really represents that I love about this card is that this is an indication that you're not going to be available anymore for things that aren't meaningful. This is something that is going to be super important. You're not going to be able, you're not going to have the energy anymore to entertain things that aren't important to you Hmm. or to stay in relationships or to be in a job that doesn't fulfill you. We're going to feel that more and more and more. That breakthrough, that energy, that's the impetus to sort of break free. Um, This will be the year to know that you're going to be supported by the universe. And this is the year to know that. This is more than any other year. This next year is the year to really feel that support and to move forward confidently. And there's going to be a lot of support for you to really understand that support. Hmm. So that's hard to explain, but um, it's just time. <laughs> and there's a lot of support out there about I can feel you know. it too. Like I can, I can totally, and I know a lot of people feel that as well. And it just, it just feels like the right time. So what you're saying right now is like totally resonating for me and I'm sure for people listening too. So it makes sense. Awesome. Good. Well, um, in the relationship position, we've got the queen of cups. You know, this is an energy of just um, staying in where you really feel the deepest 
value in relationships is going to be through your own integral being and being true to yourself and being honest about that, being transparent, being vulnerable. Um, it's time to drop the guard. It's time to, it's time to stop being who you're not and to really just be comfortable. And also, this is an aspect of that hermit card about just trusting that you're going to be loved for who you are. And whoever doesn't love you for who you really are doesn't belong in your life. And it's okay. It's time to let all of those things fall by the wayside. We are going to continue to notice that, I think, in 2019. I think that, and I could maybe have perpetuated this idea a little bit too, but (laughs) I think, you know, I think that a lot of people have this idea of, oh, 2019 is going to be amazing. Well, 2019 is going to be hard. It's going to be amazing and hard. I think there are things about it that are going to be a challenge, um, but it's all going to be worth it. It's going to be so much more worth it than ever before. You know, and because I am sort of tapped into the collective, I can sort of feel, you know, I can feel the the ups and downs of this and the fear and just the loss of identity that people are feeling. They're just like, I don't know who I am. You know, I knew we were going to sort of go through that passage, but this has been pretty profound. And this is allowing us to sort of see ourselves differently because we're not connected anymore to the things that we used to do or the, the things that we used to be interested in or even the same people. And so that is a loss of identity. And I think there's been a little bit of a mourning period about that. Yeah, I definitely felt like I was floating this year and even to some extent still, it's not fully solid yet, but it it is like a very anxious kind of place to be Mm -hmm. at times. Well, because I think for me, when I feel into it, it feels like it's anxious because we don't know. We feel the energy there, but we don't know what it is. But what's really cool about all of this is that we're not waiting for something to happen. I think that a lot of people think, well, when is it going to be over? When is this going to happen? And it is happening. You're happening. This is already, it's occurring right now. And so you're literally creating every single moment. So when you really can connect with the idea of that, you know, and move forward with the intention, you know, and the magician card <laughs> yeah. um, and doing things differently, you're going to have a whole different kind of experience. I do feel like things are going to be very different this year. Energy that we're leaving, the energy that is leaving us is the six of swords. This is a mental energy of logic and reason and overthinking. This is all, this is what keeps us in 3D. This is what keeps us in doubt and in scrutiny, right? And in suspicion. Um, We are on a cutting edge of creation. And because of that, you're going to feel the challenges and the blocks around getting rid of that rational thought. So yes, it's going to be there. You're going to be releasing it, but first it's going to come up for you to see it so that you can release it. That's how the energy works. So if you get into doubt, if you get into a lot of overanalyzing, a lot of overthinking, know that that's a pattern you're releasing. You want to be aware of it. Bring your focus back to doing things differently and and trusting yourself, okay? Mm -hmm. And the last card is the, is the, um, the four of wands. This is a completion card. That's just really an indication of this cycle that we're closing down, I think, in a huge, huge way. This is really big. Um, and I've, I've got, I'm going to just put one more card. But while I'm picking that, do you want to say anything? Because <laughs> I'm just going on and on. No, no. I mean, I just love listening to it because it just resonates so truthfully for me. And um, yeah, I feel like whenever I have a tarot session with you, it kind of cements what I already know deep within, but it's... Uh, it's just so nice to have it all laid out and it just it just makes sense and it clarifies a lot of things as well. 
Well, I think that we're going to be some of the energy. Well, I know that the energy that we're moving into is deeper self-trust. And sometimes I have people that come to me for readings and they're almost apologetic, right? But the thing is, is that we all sort of need each other. We're really feeling our way through this blind and confirmation is a big deal. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Where it becomes imbalanced is when you're not trusting your own inner voice and you're going all over, you know, looking for confirmation or looking for the answer that you want rather than what is actually really happening. And I find that happens. That's a thing. And it's really just about self-trust. So again, self-love is the key to all of this energy because it aligns you with your deepest truth and gives you the courage to make those choices, you know, and to make that alignment happen. So this last card was the staff. I want to show you that. That's number 51 here. It actually is pretty cool. These cards are really cool. I'm just going to read the first little excerpt of this like I always do. And you can always post this somewhere too, but... Yeah, I'll post all of the pictures of all the cards. So I'll have you take some pictures for us in the show notes and everything so people can take a look. Yeah. So the staff is the symbol of authority. It holds the power to temper extremes. The staff helps you to find the right course of action, the way of the middle, and aids you to maintain your balance after you begin walking in that direction. Moses carried a serpent staff through the desert, and with it, he could summon the power of nature to heal or to call plagues. The staff reminds you of the impermanence of all things and that your authority must come from your deep longing to serve. Ah, I love those cards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're really in some really gorgeous energy right now. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can feel it too. I mean, I, like you say, I, I do feel like this year is going to be wonderful in so many ways, but I also agree that we're not free of any, you know, of the challenges that will come along with that. It's, good and bad. Like it's not bad even, but there's, like you say, there's going to be a lot of integration. When you did the reading for me, you said, uh, just remember that when you're, you have a low day or something like this, it's not, it's not that you're off track. It's this you're integrating and to just allow yourself to be there. We are, we are. I, you know, one of the things that there's a, there's a few certain things that I've really noticed that are common. There are common themes through the collective. And that is that when somebody moves into 5D, a lot of times, and I'm talking about their consciousness, they'll a lot of times move. They'll move at the same time that they're making that shift. And then they're, they're in 5D in that new place. I've noticed that a lot. And I've also noticed that people get confused about this ebb and flow. When you move into 5D, the energy will come in spurts. It'll come in as a creative energy. It will feel almost sexual in a sense, like it comes in as a desire and so you connect with it and you get creative and you do, a, you can work a lot and you can bring a lot of energy forward. You can be super creative. And then you go into this lull where everything feels more blocked. You're not feeling as connected. You're feeling maybe low. Maybe you've got some emotional stuff going on. This is where people get confused because they think somehow they're disconnected. They're, they're doing it wrong. They don't understand it. But that's a misperception because really you're just integrating that energy. You want to feel it as it moves through your body. So when you're having low days, when you're having low vibrational times, let yourself be in that energy. Just love the part of you that's feeling that energy. Mm-hmm. Let it move through you. The less you resist it and try to do something else or distract yourself or whatever, um, the more it's, it will continue to persist because all it wants is an expression. So if you can express it and get it out of your body and just love yourself through it and not make it a story, 
we'll move through these energies very, very quickly. But that, that's my biggest advice. The other thing about 5D is that there are no handrails. So there's no more, there's no more of this looking at, oh, well, if I do this, this is, and this, and this is going to happen. No, you're going to work on that vision from the level of like imagination. You're going to imagine your highest potential. You know, imagine being a multimillionaire, you know, if that's your thing, like really be in the energy of that. What would you do with that? How would you serve? So in 5D though, we're only ever given really the next step, even from our higher self or our guides or whoever you're connected with. So you've got to trust that that next step is going to lead you to the next step. The, the full image in Tarot is so indicative of really 5D energy. It's about just stepping right off that cliff in full faith that that road, that trail is going to be there. And it always is. That's what 5D is. You're, it's really asking you to live faith all the time. And that's going to be apparent. So more than anything, that's going to be apparent, I think, in 2019. Um, Faith in yourself in relationship to everything else, every person, you know, everything else, like really fully trust that if a person is meant to be there, they'll come willingly. There's no more of the, of the energy of, you know, trying to make things happen. We're going to be in a lot more flow this year. And that I think is going to challenge people. That's why I think that it can, you know, that it can be a little bit rocky. So the less that you resist anything is your best bet. (laughs) Mm, I love that. I love that. So then I'm going to end it on that note. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for doing that reading. And we'll we'll move into the rapid fire now. Um, okay. And you don't have to answer these rapid fire, but you can just, they're just a series of questions really. Okay. So right now, what is a, a book that you've read or recently or that you've enjoyed or think that other people might benefit from reading? Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> oh, my stuff's out there, Katie. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Share it all. Um, I actually don't know the name of it, but I am reading Magenta Pixie's last book of the Double Helix Emerald Flame, I think is what it's called. Hmm. Um, her stuff is really cutting edge. It's very 5D multidimensional energy information. So um, there's so many good books out there. I can always recommend Matt Kahn highly to everybody. Um, Matt Kahn has been a huge teacher for me. You know that, Katie. It's what I teach. It's the tenets of what I teach. And he has a great book called Whatever Arises, Love That. And a new one out too. And I don't remember the name of that book, but gosh, there's so many books. <laughs> I, I know. Give you That's the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Second question. What, because you read a lot of tarot and I just recently bought my fourth deck. I was in the store and I was like, I, I don't need to buy anything. And then this one kind of just shone out to me. But what is your favorite deck that you like to use or favorite deck of the moment? You know, my favorite deck, I have to say the, the my go-to deck is both deck. Um, this is an interesting, I won't go into details about this deck and how I feel about this deck. So I've it's a powerful deck for me. It's very, I love the images with it. And I also love the book that comes with it. Um, it wasn't the book that was designed for this deck, but this woman did put together the, a spiritual perspective. I, I can give you the information for this. Yeah. And this is a great indication or a great manual for the, for the type of tarot that I read. It has a very high spiritual connection to it. And then I love these um, tarot deck that I read, The Mystical Shaman. Um, I don't have a ton of tarot cards. I sort of like really stick with what works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've tried other decks, but these two have really stuck. 
So yeah, you can kind of feel it too. There's one I have that when I pull from it, it just seems it's always a little off and the other ones, then I ask myself, is it just because you don't want to hear this information? <laughs> I think that tarot decks are the same as like crystals. They'll pick you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And this is my favorite question to ask. If you were sitting across the table from 20 year old Lynette, what advice would you give her? What would you say to her? <laughs> Nap out of it. <laughs> um, you know, I would teach her about self-love. She needed to know about self-love back then. You know, it was a long journey. It took me 30 years from 20-year-old Lynette to really understand self-love. And it was the thing that not only healed me, but healed my body issues, healed um, my relationship pain, healed my heart, healed my anxiety and depression, um, healed my suicidal thoughts. Honestly, I spent years and years um, cycling through depressive states. It's not for everybody, but for me, it worked. Self-love healed me and I healed myself and it was cheap (laughs) and I could do it at my own pace and it was effective. It was the most effective healing modality I've ever tried. And being a spiritual person for several, you know, 30 years or more, it's the only thing I really found that worked for me. So I I am passionate about self-love. So that would be what I would tell myself. You have a course too, don't you? It's like, or a program? I do. It's called the beloved I am. So, and that kind of teaches you how to, how to give self-love. Yeah. Yeah. They receive like tutorials. It's, it's sort of like a tutorial. That's not really the right word, but they're sessions. And so it's like a coaching session. And I go through my process of how I do it because most people don't know how to self-love and it's more than just self-care and it's more than just affirmation. So I really teach the mechanics of how to meet yourself in the separated aspects of yourself. So it's a lot of inner child work. And I teach you how to use the energy as portals to move into, to do the self-healing love at that moment, because that's when your inner child is the most active. And so we talk a lot about healing the inner child. It's really effective, especially if you do the work. And it's part of my daily, it's just part of my everyday practice. I mean, I'm not, I don't practice self-love every day, but um, I use it all the time, all the time because life is constantly evolving me. And so I am clearing collective energy and my own. And so I was in active self-love this weekend, you know, just hands on heart. I love you kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I can totally resonate with that. I'm feeling that more as well. The other night I just had this moment where I did the same thing and I didn't know what I was doing, but I just had put my hands on my heart and I just brought myself to tears with appreciation for myself, my inner self, my higher self. And I just was like, I sat there and it just felt so good just to sit there and do that. And it was like self-directed and It is. And see, that's exactly what I teach because when you use that energy as a portal to go in and you meet yourself when you're activated like that, you calm down the one that is creating that trigger. You're calming that aspect of you that needs your attention and love. And these inner aspects of us don't get met in relationship because we are the only ones that can love ourselves enough. And so we'll always look outside of ourselves for that validation until we learn to love ourselves. And so Putting your hand on your heart and saying, I love you to yourself is a powerful thing. We have chakra points in our hands. And so we close the circuit when we put a hand on heart. And when we speak to ourselves in that way, on some level, your soul, your fragmented energy feels and hears that 
Um, and so I just teach people how to work with those different aspects because when you're feeling frustrated is a different aspect of you than when you're feeling grief. And they may be at different ages. They may have different energies about them. And so I teach you how to go in and to meet yourself into those bodies and to integrate them. So really self-love in the way that I teach it is like a soul retrieval sort of that you can sort of do at home <laughs> by yourself. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Final question. What is your rebel cause? Meaning what, why are you doing what you're doing in the world? What, what change do you hope to, to create? Well, so much of it is what I've already done. You know, I just see more and more expansion. Um, you know, my story's remarkable and I'm just a normal person, but my shift into doing my, into leaning into my astrology and my healing abilities um, and my ability to speak and communicate and to give information in digestible forms that people understand, I'm already doing that. And so you know, the experience that I've had in this year with my social media platform and everything else, and even just with my business has blown me away. I mean, I just, it was beyond my imagination of what I've been able to accomplish this year. And so I understand, and I know I'm super passionate about our ability to create our realities. And I know how troubled my past was. And so I know if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, and I'm just absolutely not giving up. You know, I believe that humans are the most beautiful creatures. Um, we are so remarkable and so amazing. And, you know, for me, I feel like I'm the rebel because I'm going against the norm. You know, I'm going against the norm by loving myself. I think like that's a rebellious act. Yeah. And so I teach other people to do that. <laughs> I teach other people to do that because when you are in self-love, nothing can touch you. Nothing. Nothing can touch you. And the amount of peace and harmony that came into my life when I, was, when I started self-loving and I really understood how to do it, it removes the questions in your life. It really just, you just, you're, you become so much more unified that you don't really have burning questions or a push and pull. You just sort of know what the next thing is. And so when you have a space where you're not in anxiety anymore and you're just in a flow, you've got so much more room for naps and cuddles and beach walks and trees <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like who doesn't want to live like that? When you can still achieve your dreams and beyond and have more free time for yourself and the things that are really important to you. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I teach. That's amazing. It's more it's easier and more simplistic than a lot of people make it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. That's we're gonna end on that note. Okay. Uh, so where can people find you? And I also want you to go to wrap it up, you're going to a little bit about what you offer. I usually near the end, I don't really like it when people sell their stuff or sell, try to sell because, but with you, I really love absolutely everything you're doing. So I really actually, I want people to know everything that you, that you're offering and so that they can kind of connect to you if they feel, if they feel pulled. Thank you. Um, well, it's interesting because um, I do have some offers out there. I'm working on other things that I'm launching and it's big. And so there's a lot there. But um, currently, yeah, currently what I'm doing is I offer uh, natal chart readings, consultations, where we actually really look at your, the energy imprint of your soul and what you're here to do. And so we look at the highest potentials within your chart and I'll help you and give you tools to navigate your energy imprint so that you can reach the highest potential that you have. This isn't a motivational sort of thing. This is a recognition. This is a soul recognition. I sort of work from that space. 
I specialize in helping to guide people toward their purpose and their mission and show them how that is, you know, how that's already imprinted in the stars. They've chosen that energy. So it really is about empowerment for me. Those are like two hour sessions and I offer coaching to go with that as well. Um, I also offer a transit center row, which is really just an hour with me where we don't really delve into the natal chart, but we just look at what's transiting, what's what the current energy is. And we do a tarot reading just to kind of get a read on the year ahead for you um, and beyond because the transit sometimes will show things that are coming up even beyond a year. Um, I offer tarot sessions. Those are fun. Those are 30 which to 60 love. minutes. Yep. Yep. And I love doing those. Um, and then I offer soul sessions, which is just um, spiritual counseling where we really just connect with where you're at. You know, I tend to work with people because I have a, I have an ability to sort of really zero in and to get a reset, hit the reset button pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I can pinpoint very easily and, and fairly quickly where a person's deficits are and how they can sort of, because the energy has a polarity. You're either using it negatively or you're using it in a positive fashion. And so when the energy is there, we can really just reset it. And I can tell you and show you how to use that energy that's already present in a more positive way. So um, that's what those social sessions are as about as well. So I've got other things coming, but um, I'll keep a lid on that. Yeah, they'll have to keep, follow you. I think it's at Oracle of Your Soul is your Instagram. At Oracle of Your Soul Instagram. I'm Lynette Duncan on Facebook. Um, I don't do a lot on Facebook, but I do. There's pretty much the same thing I post on Instagram there. Um, it's more of my personal stuff, I guess, on that page. Um, I, my website is oracleofyoursoul.life. And you can look at all of my um, offerings there. And what else do I have? I guess that's it for now. Yeah, I mean, I have to say it's going on over at your Instagram, Oracle of Your Soul. Like every day I'm reading your stuff and it's always, it's always such a, it's, it's right in alignment and it's such a nice kind of reminder day to day. So if you guys, if you're going to do anything, at least just follow Lynette uh, on her Instagram, Oracle of Your Soul, and then you'll also know what's coming up and everything like that with Lynette. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much, Katie. This was so much fun. It was so much fun to connect with you again. Yeah. Always. Oh yeah. I feel like I reach out to you a lot, but thank you so much for coming (laughs) on and, uh, and uh, I'll let you know when this airs. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this episode of The Real Rebel Podcast. It really means the world to me. And if you like what you heard and you never want to miss another episode, head on over to iTunes and click subscribe to get notified every week. And while you're there, if you want to leave a rating interview, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs>